Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. You can't be both the arsonist and the firefighter. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. I was watching something on TV and the guy said, you can't be both the arsonist and the firefighter. And I was like, whoa, that's deep. And then I began to ask myself, how do we try to take on that dual role in our lives? And then I wondered, has anyone done research on the topic? Unfortunately, I didn't really find much. Quite naturally, most were about real firefighters who are also arsonists. But I ran across an article that talked about the workplace. It said, does your company lurch from crisis to crisis? Do you celebrate the troubleshooters? If so, you might be suffering from what's called the arsonist fireman syndrome. Now, what is that? It's a cultural phenomenon afflicting many workplaces today. Its most prominent symptoms is a focus on firefighting, which is considered the troubleshooting a problem once it has happened, rather than fire prevention, preventing the problem in the first place. Causes of arsonist fireman syndrome are commonly cited as poor organizational behavior, which can include disjointedness, in-house strife, poor communication, lack of effective training and guidance, inept personnel leadership, process management, lack of ownership or understanding of responsibilities, among others. That's what it said, right? So after reading that, I had a hmm moment. Like, how do we have arsonist fireman syndrome in our personal lives? Now, apparently there's a psychology of fire. And I tried to grasp what the research says about the psychology of fire. Let me tell you, it gave me no sense of direction for my original, that's deep, (laughs) thought I had when I first heard the words, arsonist can't be the firefighter. So let me tell you, I'm just going to be very transparent here. I'm just going to come up with my own definition. And mind you, I haven't even really thought this through. So bear with me, please. My first thoughts about that expression are about relationships, any type of relationship. You know, you created the chaos, dissension, uncertainty, confusion, pain. And then you try to play the hero and diffuse the situation that you created. Hmm. All of a sudden, gaslighting comes to mind. And gaslighting, as we know, is a specific type of manipulation where the manipulator is trying to get someone else to question their own reality, their own memory, their own perceptions. The gaslighting is the arsonist. The person who's doing the gaslighting, when they're doing it, they're in the arsonist role. Now, when they come across as they really care about you, they want the best for you, they offer advice to counter the behavior you're displaying as a result of their gaslighting, that's the firefighter in them. But see, gaslighting doesn't just happen in personal relationships. 
it also happens in our professional relationships. It could be a manipulative boss, a coworker, you know, that's creating chaos or the boss that's preying on a subordinate. We also see it in politics. We saw a lot of that in the last administration. Now, on the job, when the arsonist is also trying to be a firefighter, your boss could have set you up for failure, misled you on what the job would be, didn't provide you with everything you needed to do your job. And then he or she calls you in one day and address your performance. They make it a you problem. But then they come across as if they really want to help. I don't want to fire you. I really want to help you. So in helping you, I'm going to put you on a PIP, you know, the performance improvement plan. Because instead of firing you, I want to give you an opportunity to improve. So the arsonists in them were the ones who either misled you about the job, set you up for failure, didn't give you all the resources you need to succeed in the job. But then they come in, right? Like they they make your failure or your lack of success on your problem, your issue. But I want to help you, right? I want to save you. So I want to give you this opportunity. Yeah, they are trying to be the arsonist and the firefighter. Now, I forgot to provide some context in which the person on the show used the words, the arsonist can't be the firefighter. So he launched an investigation or put some wheels in motion that led to an internal investigation because according to policy, it was the proper thing to do, right? As a result of the investigation becoming public, the person being investigated has now become a victim of public scrutiny. So the person who set the wheels in motion doesn't agree with the public scrutiny. He feels it's wrong, but he can't put a stop to it because it was his actions that set all of it in motion. How many times has your actions, even if you had good intentions, set some things in motion that you regretted, you wish you hadn't done? And in hindsight, there may have been a better way or different way to go about doing things. You have created a mess And now you're trying to find a way to right a wrong. But can you ever really right a wrong when so much damage has been done? Now, mind you, I don't know the answer to the question. I'm just putting it out there. And in all honesty, I'm not really sure if I made the point in this podcast. Because truth be told, I didn't really have a set point. (laughs) I just thought the quote was deep. But I said, now I could go on to another topic, right? Because I have three other topics in mind. So I guess there'll be future podcasts. But I was like, you know, sometimes you got to just put a deep quote out there and really let people come up with their own answers. So maybe I gave you something to think about. I don't know. But what does you can't be both the arsonist and the firefighter mean to you? How does it show up in your life? I am Nicole L. Turner and these are my random thoughts.